I first came across you when we were at the Mastermind Accelerator course when you were speaking at Simon Zucci. Um, and it was really interesting tool because I personally use VAs for my business and doing your business model is something pretty amazing. Uh, that was something I was really inspired by and I know that a lot of people could be using in terms of elevating their business to the next level. Just to give um, the audience more information about yourself and how what your journey is in terms of how you got into the Vava Vum, um, but a couple steps back in terms of your property portfolio, what type of properties do you have at the moment um, and how have you systemized it in terms of um, putting your VAs on, on top of it all to, to alter it? Sure, okay. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me along today. Um, so I first became a, a, a property investor in the mid-90s mm -hmm. and I've got um, I, I've got a portfolio of, um, mixed portfolio really, I have HMOs, I have single lets and I also have serviced accommodation properties as well. Um, so I was self-managed, oh I still am self-managing those properties. Um, whilst I was building up the portfolio. And then in 2017, um, I decided to quit the rat race and become a full-time property investor. And um, at that point, I knew that if I wanted to accelerate my own business growth, um, then I would need to um, not be working on the business, sorry, not be working in the business, mm -hmm. but be working on the business and um, bring other people in to, to actually do the day-to-day -day operations. Um, so um, at that point, I took on my first VA um, based in the Philippines, virtual assistant, um, and um, she was doing all of the operations and administration tasks within the business, so freeing up my time to actually focus on the more strategic, high-level stuff. Mm -hmm. um, at that point, a lot of people within my network, they had also tried um, to use the services of a, of a VA, um, but they hadn't had the same level of success. Um, so... From my corporate background, where I had been building and running teams of people, and you know, I knew how to how to inspire people and motivate people. Um, I guess I'd pulled on on that knowledge that I'd built up in in that was how I was managing my my VA. So I would ask um, I would ask these people how they were managing their VA, how they were um, setting tasks, managing the tasks, managing the VA, what what kind of reporting process they had in place, um, and yeah, what what software they were using within the business. And um, people were coming back to me, and they they were saying, "Well, I'm not really." I'm not really using any kind of software. Um, I if I if I want something done, then I'll ring them up or I'll send them a WhatsApp message of what I want what I want done or an email. And they had no real proper system in place for managing their their, their, their virtual assistant. So I could see this common thread where people were were struggling. Um, so I started going out on various different speaking events and um, talking about how to actually systemize a business and get the most out of a, a virtual assistant, how to manage them and get the most out of them. Um, and from that, people were saying, this is, you know, this is fantastic, useful information. Um, will you help me systemize my business? 
Um, and at first I was saying, no, I'm a property investor. Um, but there seemed to be such a big need for, uh, for for this information that I started to mentor people and and help them systemize the business um, by teaching them, you know, what software to use, the processes. Um, and then they started saying to me, well, can you provide me with a with with a VA? And I knew how to recruit. I knew the you know the techniques on how to recruit well um, and screen people and get them on board. Um, so that developed into into um, in, into supplying the actual virtual assistants as well. And um, from that, Vavavum was born, which is not just a virtual assistant recruitment business, but it is it is a business that. Um, uh, that shows people how to free them, free up their own time, so that they can focus on the, the, like I say, the high level strategic work. Have somebody else doing the actual operation side of, of the work within the business, and teaching them what software to use and the processes to adopt. To to a business is like a, it's like a well-oiled machine. So um, you know, in order to to for the business to run smoothly and efficiently, it needs all three elements. It needs software, process, and people. So it's all about providing the knowledge and the resource um, in in three in the, all three areas. No, that's really interesting. That's that's really interesting in terms of your previous corporate job where you've really had that um, experience in terms of managing other people and relayed that into the virtual assistant type of um, recruitment business that you've currently got. In terms of the operations, obviously you've got your own portfolio, HMO, single lets and service accommodation. Um, and there will be a lot of property individuals listening to this. How would you systemize and delegate certain types of jobs, let's say, um, advertising um, rooms or advertising flats for you? What would they do in terms of it, and how would you systemize that all? Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's yeah, let's actually ask a very good good question, and um, I can give you quite a good example of how how you would systemize that. So, um, and I, I, well, I'll explain how how I do it with my with my own HMOs and rooms when they become when they become available, and I actually don't need to get involved in in any of this process at all. So. Um, if we, if we know that a room is going to become available, we already have um, on the system, we've got photographs and descriptions of all of the rooms and the properties. So um, the VA will pull off that information for the particular room. And then if it's a room, we use spareroom.com and Gumtree. And they will then post, um, post an advert on, on the website um, advertising the room. Um, we um, we then we put a telephone number on there, which is a call answering service. Um, so somebody sees the advert, they can either, either respond using the the spareroom.com messaging system, or they may pick up the phone and um, and call in to to inquire about the room. In which case, somebody will answer the phone. They will collect you know the the sort of most important bit of information, name what they're interested in, um, and their telephone number. They will then put that onto an email, um, which the VA will then see that email and they can then respond to it. Okay. So they will respond to that by sending a, a text message, which is done again using a system called Text Marketer. So this allows them to text out via computer to any number. So they'll raise a text message, they'll send it out, which will ask qualifying questions. So typically it might be their age, when they want to move in, and confirmation that they're in full-time employment. 
Um, once we get that confirmation back, um, then um, the VA will then um, book in the appointment for the viewing. And they will also send a message to the to, to the person viewing to say, please reconfirm 30 minutes before via text that you are still able to attend the appointment. So that obviously cuts down wasted trips um, for the person that's actually doing the viewing. Um, then um, at the end of the viewing, if the person wants to go ahead with that room, then um, they will um, the, the, the um, person doing the viewing will then send the VA a text message to say that this is now to proceed. Um, and at that point, the VA will send out an electronic form for completion, um, which can be just completed on the person's phone, and it will just capture fairly basic information again, you know, reconfirmation of name, email address, telephone number, um, where they want to, the address they want to move into, um, and um, when they actually want to move. Once we captured that information, um, so that comes back electronically again, the virtual assistant will then, we use a system called Arthur, um, Arthur Online as a property management system. So they input that into Arthur and Arthur integrates with um, Advanced Tenant Referencing, which is a separate company, and they will then take out all of the referencing, um, both on the tenant and also if there's a guarantee guarantor involved, then on the guarantor as well. So the referencing gets done, and then an email comes back to the VA to say that this is all now, this is all now agreed and approved. Um, the VA will then raise an AST, uh, a short shorthold tenancy agreement um, uh, electronically. So that's raised in Arthur and then that is issued then to the new tenant um, with an invoice also for um, the deposit if one's being taken and also uh, for the first month's rent. Um, so um, the tenant can then sign that again on their phone they can pay the two invoices um, using a debit card or a credit card. We use Swipe as a service to collect payments. Um, so that's it. The paperwork's done, then done and a move-in date can be arranged. Um, we then um, move the tenant in. We use a, a third party to actually do that move-in um, and um, do, do, do an itinerary with the, um, with, with the tenant as they're moving in. Um, and, uh, and and that's really it. That's then the paperwork done. Then the next thing is to register the tenant deposit, the tenancy deposit, which the which again the VA can do that online. So that's it. You know the whole process, apart from the viewing and the moving in, which uh, somebody local needs to obviously do that. Um, the whole process can be can be managed by by the virtual assistant using the relevant software. Wow, that's really, really good that you've systemized that entire process in terms of it. So you don't use any HMO managers to manage your properties and you live relatively close to all your properties as well. Uh, yeah, um, I do, but I don't really need to get involved. Um, so we don't have any any managers. No, we do have a database of people like maintenance engineers, plumbers, electricians, gardeners, cleaners. 
we keep a we keep a database of those. We're always looking out for, um, for for new ones. We get referrals again from from other operators in the area. We put them their details onto the system. Anytime anybody does a job for us, then um, we log all the details of the job, how well they've done it. So we're constantly monitoring the the, the trades and contractors that we're using, mm-hmm. and keeping detailed records. Um, and then, yeah, if there the if there is a problem at all, say at a HMO, then Arthur Online there's a tenant module which um, which the tenants will download and run on their phone. Um, so yeah, if there's a if there's a water leak, they will go onto that tenant module. They will raise it as a ticket. The VA will then um, pick up that ticket, and then they will get onto the maintenance or or the plumber, whoever whoever we decide to use for that to deal with that. Um, and the communication between um, between the VA and the and the tenant is all done using the Arthur Online um, module. Wow, that's really good. In in regards to, I used to work in a letting agency myself previously, so we would be doing all of this stuff manually. Um, obviously, they would be able to cut a large payroll if they will be able to outsource it to a VA, which would be such a profit maximizing tactic to be going into. In regards to the management in, in terms of um, any issues that arise, like you were saying, like a plumbing issue or an electrical issue, and you said they would raise it to Arthur, um, would they sometimes email into the, into the VAs and what would that look like in terms of customer service? Because when I was working in the agencies, customer service is one of the main things that we wanted to be um maximizing obviously to have the best possible customer service so we get good google reviews etc to help the business grow in terms of them speaking to somebody is that something that could be possible or would it just be all emails and um, online we actually so we do uh, the vas my vas do actually speak to people um so we use a system which is called VoIP, Voice Over IP, and that allows the VAs. We have a we have a um, uh, an 01727 number, for instance, so a local number, um, which is provided to us, um, and they can dial out from the Philippines using that number in their computer. So it looks like it's a it's a UK call that's coming in, and then the VA will actually talk to people. Um, we liaise with guests, we liaise with trades, we liaise with tenants when necessary via phone. Um, so, yeah, when, whenever we, we need to, to do any sort of telephone communications, then that's the way we do it. That's really good. So everything is literally pinpointed in terms of from A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In terms of um, the process of actually obtaining um, a virtual assistant, obviously there is one part of... Um, that I would say people would shy away from a virtual assistant is because they don't have the trust or they don't not too sure if they could do the job, etc. In terms of finding the perfect virtual assistant, in terms of the person, um, the virtual assistant having good English or good English literature, how would you be able to do the due diligence on this individual and find out that they're a good applicant? Sure, yeah. And again, this is this is um, the area where a lot of people do 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 go wrong when they they put an advert onto. There's a big website in the Philippines called um, uh, Online Jobs PH. Um, a lot of people will post an advert on there. They'll get a few replies. They don't really know how to screen and how to how to interview, mm-hmm. um, and so they recruit badly. 
Um, we um, we actually uh, use various different methods of um, of, of getting of drawing VA inquiries into us, um, and we one of the reasons why we use the Philippines is because there's there's well there's a number of reasons. Um, the people in the Philippines they have a very very good work ethic. Um, they are very hardworking and loyal. Um, they are generally very well educated. So most of the VAs that we take on are graduates. They've got university education. Um, their English is very, very good, both spoken and written English. And it's very cost effective um, to, to recruit from, from, from the Philippines. So that's why we, that's why we use the Philippines. Um, the jobs are, the, these, these positions are very much sought after. Um, they're, they're good jobs to have. Um, for people in the Philippines. They want the jobs not only because the money's good, but also they can work from home. Uh, they've often got children, so they can the working hours um, actually suit the fact that they've got children because they can look after the children during the day. And then in the evening when the kids have gone to bed, then they can start their VA work. And that obviously works with regards to they're then on the same time zone as us. Um, so that works well as well. So we so now getting back to the actual process that we go through, um, we get in um, around about three hundred and fifty inquiries a week from people that that, that want um, want want to work for us. Um, so we have to screen those down, um, and the first thing we do is we send out a, um, a multiple choice questionnaire, and they have to score a minimum of eighty percent on that multiple choice questionnaire to be taken through to the next stage. Um, after that, they then do a second questionnaire where we give them a number of questions that have to be answered in 300 words or more. So we're obviously looking at their, their English skills with that, as well as the, the content of the answer itself. Um, from there, we do police checks um, and we also do um, uh, what are called wealth dynamic tests, but it's, it's a personality type testing that we do um, and um, ID checks as well. Then they have two separate online video interviews carried out by two different people. So, um, so we go through all of that process and out of those 350 applications that we get, we probably actually take onto the book somewhere between five and 10 VAs a week. So yeah, very, uh, you know, very good thorough screening process that we go through. Um, and yeah, the ones that we end up with are, are, yeah, they are the cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. No, that's really good in terms of that. That that really ties identifies the really good applicants that could be working with you guys. In terms of the systemization of the workload that you give them um, for your HMOs, for your single lets and your service accommodation, how would you present the work that they need to be doing at it? And how would you present the training for yeah. it all? Okay. So when somebody comes, so, so all of the VAs that we place with clients, so if you were a client, you would have your own dedicated virtual assistant that is going to be working for you doing your work. Um, the first thing that happens when we then take a virtual assistant on board, as part of, part of the team, they go through, um, they, they go through um, a foundation training course. Um, so with that, we are teaching them how to work the Vava Room way, 
the, the essential tools software that we use. So for task management, password management, CRM systems, these, these sort of soft bits of software. Um, we train them in that and we train them um, in the process that, 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 that we adopt and that we advise to clients. So before they even go to client interview, they have already had that training. Um, as a client, um, we also provide um, the same similar training. So we will train the client in what the software is to use to manage their, their, their new VA. They don't have to know all the ins and outs and the real sort of detail of that software because at the end of the day, they're not using it. It's the VA that's using it. But they have to have an overview. They have to understand how to allocate tasks. We use Trello um, as task management software and we use it in a particular way that works. So we, you know, we, we, we will show the client um, using a, a number of video tutorials on how to use the Trello. Um, system itself for task management and what they need to input um, but as I say it's, it's really the VA that needs to know the, the, the real detail of that and the detail of the CRM system etc so there's there's two different levels of training there's the there's the client training and then there's the VA training um, we also do regular um, uh, webinars and again, they're split. So we do client webinars to, to um, show them new techniques and new skills and dive a little bit deeper into some of the software and answer questions that they may have. Um, and then we also do um, more detailed um, VA webinars as well. So again, we will be tick, you know, picking a particular subject on those and then we do a deep dive into that. Um, all the webinars that we do, they're all recorded. They're all um, then stored on our Kajabi site. So both the VAs and the clients, if they can't attend a webinar um, or they want to review older webinars, then then they can always pull those off and watch them as well. So it's an ongoing it's an ongoing process. It's ongoing support. We have uh, we use uh, closed Facebook groups as well. So we have a VA Facebook group, and we also have a client Facebook group. And these are used to share knowledge, share ideas, ask questions, get tips, give tips, etc. So, you know, it's really, Vava Boom is all about um, community and networking and learning as a group and sharing information. Okay, would you say is continuous management with the VAs or would it be, I give you the task and you guys manage it yourselves? No, it is continuous management. Um, so they've always got... Um, the, 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 VA, the, the VA's daily management is done by the client. So they're setting the tasks and they should, each client should have a weekly video review meeting with their VA and they run through the various different tasks that are outstanding and how, how the VA is getting on with that um, directly. We're, we're not involved in that. Um, however, the at the end of the day, the VA is is employed and paid by us um, and supported by us. So we provide all of that support. And if a client was to ask a VA to undertake a task which they weren't familiar with, then they would first of all they would say to the client, um, "Okay, I've not done this one before, but I'm going to go away and find out." So the client knows um, I'm going to go away and find out how to do it, and then I'll come back to you. Um, and then the VA would then come back to us and say, this is what I've been asked to do. And then we would give them one-to-one -one support then and show them 
what they need to know to in order to undertake that task. Okay. So in terms of them finding a new task, you guys will be able to train them? Yes. Or would it be, let's, for example, if I was a client and I needed them to do a new job, I would inform Vavavoom that I needed them to do another job. So I'd tell you what to do and no. then you guys would tell them? Or? No, you tell, you if you wanted them to do a new job, so you would, you would um, assign the task to them in the usual way and then they would then say to you, okay, this is a task that I'm not familiar with. I've not done this task before. I'm going to go away and find out how to do it. And then we will then train them in how to do that task. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. So it's always ongoing um, help with the client and the virtual assistant as well. Correct. Vava Boom is all about support. It's it's not, it's not, there's your BA, now you're on your own. Yeah, of course. It's about supporting the client, ongoing support, ongoing education, and exactly the same with the with with, with the VA as well. Also with Vavavum, we have other um, other things such as um, we have a technical help desk as well. So if a client is struggling to install some software on their computer or do the settings on that particular software, then they just book a call with the help desk, and then um, one of the IT support guys will then contact them. And they can talk them through, they can get onto their computer, take control of their computer and actually, you know, make sure that it's all configured and set up as it as it needs to be. So, yeah, um, it's it's providing that support. Also, if a VA is sick or on holiday um, or leaves, then we can put in temporary cover as well um, so that the client is not left high and dry without any support for that period. Okay, perfect. So there's always continuous other virtual assistants that could jump in yep. to assist. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, in regards to a negative aspect of having a virtual assistant from your perspective or um, a client of yours perspective, what would you say one of the bad things is um, about having a virtual assistant? Well, the, 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 one, the one thing where most people go wrong is that they forget that they're a virtual assistant mm -hmm. and they're not working virtually. You know, it's really, really important that if you do have a virtual assistant, you are using systems, you're using software, you have process, um, and uh, and and yeah, everything that you need that you're doing needs to be done using software. Not, you know, if you're, if, for instance, bookkeeping, you know, your VA can do your books for you. However, you've got to be using bookkeeping software. You can't be doing it on Excel spreadsheets, which only you know. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to be using uh, software so that they're working in a way that they've been trained to work and various different clients are all using the same sort of software and, and the processes are there in place. And um, if you, another thing, so it's, it's quite important when, when running any business that your processes are all documented in the way of operations manuals. Um, and um, so we recommend to clients that they don't write operations manuals for their business. They let their VA work in a way that they're used to working that works best for them because they're the one that's actually doing the job. So don't micromanage, don't micromanage them. Set them a task, set them a due date. So the task is all about what the outcome is to be. And then let the VA work their way and then let the VA document how they've completed the task. Now, most tasks are, are repetitive tasks. So once they've done that once, you've then got that documented and you then have got something to refer back to um, on how to actually complete that task. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So 
the whole benefit of having a virtual assist, a virtual assistant is releasing a lot of time and tension for, from yourself to give it and outsource it to another applicant for another virtual assistant. Yes. Um, obviously, you've adapted this towards your entire property portfolio, which is amazing. So you've freed up a lot of your time. In regards to um, you growing this business at the moment, what is your current tactics of your your marketing tactics and growing this business and, and gaining as, as much exposure as possible? Mm-hmm. So the, the business is, is growing rapidly at the moment. Um, and the way we are marketing is um, largely it's done through networking meetings. So um, we work with um, with various different uh, various different property training groups, and we, uh, we I go to the to the networking meetings, um, and I'm presenting to the larger groups, um, property investors. Um, and telling them about the service and then they're then coming on board and then they're of course then talking about about our service so a lot of it is coming through word of mouth Um, so they're then talking to their other people within their network and passing on our details so it is growing it's growing very very uh, well just through word of mouth and through the networking that I'm doing Um, and also um, the other form of that networking is on social media Okay. So we're very active on social media um and so yeah we're we're talked about quite a lot and there's lots of posts where people are saying I'm thinking about using using the services of a VA who can you recommend and after my name comes up so <laughs> it works very very well. No, that's yeah. really positive because yeah. the way I use virtual assistants for my business at the moment um very similar to what you've done pretty much but the way I've trained them is not as as good as you're telling me, to be honest. Um, I will create them videos and then it'll be continuous management with them and then I'll have to continuously give them jobs, which is difficult because then it's, you're hiring somebody to do a lot of the work for you, but then you have another job in terms of creating another job for yourself to teach them how to do it and then for them to be able to do it. So it's an ongoing process. But um, even though in regards to that, we've outsourced a lot of the engagement that we've used on our social medias. So we have this young lady called Diane who um, likes and comments on loads of different posts to build um, more awareness for our company. So this can obviously be used in multiple ways. Um, In regards to what you were saying as well, the marketing and the word of mouth, how has that been going? Has it been going relatively positive? Very, very positive. And yeah, so if you look at social media and um, so I have... Uh, one one of my VAs specialises in social media, and we train new VAs coming on board in how to you know how to do the the whole social media side, um, and um, so I really just need to drop her a message, maybe with a photo or a short video that I've recorded. If I've if I've recorded a video, then generally that's it. I'll just send her the video, and then she will play that back. She might tidy it up with a little bit of editing if necessary. Um, and then from what I've said on the video, she will then create a caption um, that can go with that video on social media. She'll put in all the hashtags and everything else and stuff I don't understand. Mm. Um, she does all of that and then she will post that on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, various different sites. Um, and she manages all of that. Um, again, she when people are commenting, she will do the likes and, and, and everything else. So... Yeah, I don't actually have to spend too much time on social media myself. It's it's all done for me. And even when people are messaging me on on social media, a lot of the time she will be able to deal with those responses and replies. 
Perfect. So you've pretty much outsourced every single part of your your um, life in a way. Yeah. So the property is Vava Voom. Would you say it's outsourced as well and managed by virtual assistants, or you have a, a small input on the, on the business? Uh, I ha- well, I Vava Voom is where I put most of my attention now. So the property businesses are pretty much just running themselves. Um, I only really get involved um, when I have to at something really high level. Um, with regards to Valvavum, that is a business that is growing rapidly. Um, so I, my involvement in that is going out, networking, making presentations, talking to new clients, um, and and looking at our systems and how we improve our systems. And obviously, we pass that information on to our clients. So you know, look, looking at uh, at the systems and the processes and coming up with new ideas. Um, that's really where I where I focus my attention. With regards to the actual day to day stuff within Vavavum, um, I don't really get too involved in that. It's really about the marketing and keeping on top of it to make sure that we're providing, you know, the great service that we are providing and um, and serving our clients as best as we can. Perfect. So in terms of the projections and the future plans for your personal property portfolio and for Vavavum, you look to expand both of them. At the moment, uh, so this year, I'm focusing purely on Vavavum. Um, once Vavavum um, doesn't need so much of my time, then I will be going back to, um, to to start work on the property portfolio again and build that, which is more about the long-term growth. Yeah. Of course. Oh, perfect. Um, just about the pricing of how to get involved with Vavavum, how much would it cost per se for if I was looking to hire a virtual assistant from Vavavum from A to Z? So, um, first of all, we have a one-off charge to come on board, um, and that is £250 to take on your first VA. Uh, If you take on two VAs at the same time, then the second one is at um, £125. Um, So, £250 subscription charge, and what that will buy you is you're buying into the whole service, um, so we will onboard. We will uh, we will provide you with um, with your with your VA. So th- in that process, I'll just explain how that works. Um, so we will offer you three or four candidates that we have matched to your own requirements um, that can that can work for you that that can do the job. Um, we will set up for you a a, a Zoom video interview with those candidates, um, and we will sit in on that. Uh, on on the interview with you so you need about sort of 15 minutes with each with each candidate Um, and we already know they can do the job they've gone through the screening process so they're going to be good caliber people that can do the do the actual work Um, the purpose of this interview really is to see who you gel with the best who you think is going to be the best sort of culture fit for your organization and work work best with you um the um, as I say, we will accompany you on that interview. So we will um, we will help you um, ask the questions and feel settled with the during the interview process. And then at the end of the end of the interviews, we will then discuss with you the pros and cons and the merits of the various different candidates that have been interviewed, and then help you make a decision as to who you actually want to go with. Um, so uh, the one-off subscription um, that that covers that bit of work. Um, it also um, gives you access to the Kajabi site, which has got all of the training videos and recorded webinars um, on that Kajabi site. It gives you access to the private Facebook group, 
and the technical help desk and um, you can obviously then attend any any upcoming live webinars as well um, so it's really getting you um, on board as a as a client which we call a boomer our clients <laughs> are called boomers so you then become a boomer and you're part of the the Vava boom um, network um, then you um, you obviously start to use the service once you've got your your VA on board um, and we then charge um, at the end of each month for the number of hours that have been used. There's no tie-ins, so there's no minimum number of hours that you need to use. Um, you're not signing up for six months or 12 months or anything like that. It's, it's a pay-as-you-go service. And at the end of each month, you just get invoice for the number of hours that have been used. And simple pricing, we have three rates. If you use up to 80 hours uh, of service in any one month, then you're charged seven twenty-five an hour. Um, if you use between eighty hours and one hundred and twenty hours, then the price drops down to six twenty-five an hour. And if you use over one hundred and twenty hours, then the price drops down to five twenty-five an hour. So simple pricing—you just pay for what you use. Wow, that's really reasonable, high-caliber applicants. Absolutely. If you compare, if you compare what you're getting for your money. Um, you know, even at seven twenty-five an hour, you are getting a university-educated um, person, um, and yeah, well, very well qualified, very well experienced, great English, good work ethic. Um, you, you know, you you you're getting very good person for that sort of money. Um, obviously, you know, if you were to compare that to minimum wage in the UK, exactly. <laughs> you're going to be paying. Forget about um, forget about the minimum wage itself, which is I think around about twelve pounds an hour now. Um, when you look at the additional costs for PAYE, national insurance, holiday pay, sick pay, um, uh, auto enrolment for pensions nowadays, um, all of those costs um, mount up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 real cost um, is probably nearer to fifteen sixteen pounds an hour, so double um, what you'd be paying for somebody that is nowhere near as qualified. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, just a couple of quick questions in regards to well, I understand that the fact that this is going to be well, you've got the systems in place for um, having a virtual assistant to manage the properties for you, etc. Is it pretty much? If I had a large portfolio and I could tell you I've got a large portfolio, and would it be the situation where you could have the virtual assistants pretty much just pick it up and yeah. and then pretty much just manage it for us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we would, uh, if you have a portfolio, um, your your VA would be trained in how to use Arthur Online, so they will already know that. Um, you would then take out a subscription with Arthur Online. I say Arthur Online, that's the biggest property management software uh, system out there. We are we're accredited um, with, with Arthur, so we have done the Arthur accredited training ourselves. Um, and um, and it is really the sort of, yeah, the, the, the most popular one that's out there at the moment, but it wouldn't have to be Arthur. Um, and your VA, once you give your, your VA all of, the, all of the details of the property, um, then the VA can input all of that into Arthur, tenant details, etc., and get the whole system up and running. Um, just one tip I would say, um, if you are um, renting out rooms, um, and, I, and I see it time and time again, uh, get professional photographs done of the rooms. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> the number, you go on spare room and you see 
uh, you see the way some landlords advertise their properties yeah. with dirty washings strewn across <laughs> the front room and uh, plates and dirty crockery and things built up on the on the draining board uh, by the sink. Um, so yeah, it's always worth to invest a little bit of money. It's a one-off. Dress the rooms, get good photographs done, and that way you get. You get the rooms let a lot, yeah, of lot course. quicker. Yeah. Marketing is quite Marketing key. Marketing is everything, yeah. Um, for the question in regards to um, payment, because if it was, if you've got a lot of applicants trying to pay on a regular basis, obviously their rent, um, who would manage that? Is that something you would do yourself or you would get a virtual assistant to check their accounts? No, virtual assistants do it all. So so the way we do this, we, we take payments um, on the first of each month. Um, and again, this is what we recommend to people rather than having everybody paying on different dates, anniversary of the day, day of the month they moved in, just collect all the rents on the first. Um, and we, uh, we have a go cardless account. And again, that integrates with Arthur, um, and zero, which we use for bookkeeping. So Arthur integrates with both of those. Um, and, uh, each month we take payment by direct debit, so that really does reduce down um, the number of late payments when you're taking the payments automatically. Um, and so we, yeah, we just take those payments automatically. And um, a few days into the month, one of the VAs has a has a task, a regular task, which is to just run through, make sure that all payments have been received. And then obviously, if they if they there are any late payments, then they then have a process to kick into to actually contact contact the tenant and make them aware and see what the issue is and make sure we get the payment in. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. Um, I think we've covered the majority of the questions that we wanted to ask you, to be honest. Do you think you've missed anything at all? Or? Um, I guess it's probably worth talking a little bit if there's time about the service accommodation element. Yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, so again, service accommodation actually does require more effort than mm-hmm. um, than HMOs and single vets. Um, so again, on service accommodation, the VAs do everything there. We have um, we have tried and tested software and process that we use there. Um, and um, now we we actually offer two services here. So we can either provide a VA and train them in how to um, manage the serviced accommodation properties on behalf of their clients. So minimum input, again, required by the client. Um, or alternatively, if um, if the client doesn't actually have a VA and they don't want to, they, they just want completely hands off, then we will manage comp- uh, people's serviced accommodation property for them. Oh, so wow. we'll take care of all of the marketing, um, all the co- commerce, marketing, uh, dealing with the guests, etc. Um, we we take care of all of that. So it's completely hands-off as far Even as the, the property. Even the setup? Yep, yep. Completely hands-off as far as the property owner is concerned. We can deal with that and we then just charge a, month, a management fee based on the number of bookings that have gone through. Wow, and you can do that all over the UK? Yeah, yes, we can, yeah. Wow, that's a really, mm. real powerful, systemized yeah. business yeah. that you've got yes, there. <laughs> um, perfect. Um, have I got any other questions for you? In regards to passwords, that's something that, that's what some people will be thinking about. What would you say about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for bringing that one up. Um, so password management is crucial. Um, it's you, you must be sharing passwords with, with virtual assistants and other people that are on your team. Um, but you've got to be able to do it in a safe and secure way. So um, we use a system called LastPass, 
and LastPass will generate a unique passwords for every site that's that, that you use. Um, you can then share those passwords with your virtual assistant. Um, they will never know what the password actually is. It's encrypted, um, so it's very secure. They won't know what the password is. And um, when the time comes that they leave, then all you do is withdraw that permission. So it's very safe and very secure. Okay, wow, that's really good because that's one part where people don't really have that trust yeah. um, to give those crucial bits of information out to somebody that they don't even know and yeah. never even met, to be honest. That's, right. yeah. but that's perfect. Thank you very much um, for coming on to the podcast. Even though this, this could be put out to any other business, not just property related. Um, so if there was a way that we could get in touch with you, was there like a website? Um, yeah. What was the social medias as well? So, yes, so um, I'm on social media. So uh, Richard Evans, and you will find me, and links then to the Vavavum, uh, uh, where you have a Vavavum page as well on Facebook. Um, but uh, my own website is um, www.vavavum.solutions. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, anybody can go onto that website and then there's further details. Um, they can book a call with me if they want to discuss uh, discuss their requirements in further details. Or you can also sign up to the service um, from that website as well. Perfect. Thank you very much, Richard, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Anne. Thanks very much for your time.